Life definitely has its fair share of ups and downs. We deal with the death of loved ones, different illnesses, mental health challenges, and every other struggle in between. But sometimes it's hard to be real and actually talk about this stuff. My name is Alexis Bean, but you can call me Lex. And this is Big Girl Panties Podcast. Here, I chat with both professional experts and other women like me who have their own story about living through grief, trauma, and other tough times, and how they have found a way to put on their big girl panties and thrive. Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of Big Girl Panties Podcast. I'm Lex, and I'm so happy that you're here. June 10th was such a success with the launch of the first episode. I'm so pleased with how it turned out, and I thought it sounded really great. Thank you so much to everyone that tuned in and supported me in one way or another. I really, really appreciate it. You know, after putting that episode out there and retelling my story, I was reminded that a lot of people didn't really know my story or too many details about it. So even though I started Big Girl Panties in 2018, and although I've connected with and become friends with so many different people over the years, there are still people who can be impacted by my story. And there are still people out there who can be impacted by your story too. For today's episode, I want to talk a bit about how I'm doing now with regards to my health and with regards to how I feel these days about my mom's passing. During the first episode, I did want to just focus on the story. I wanted to just focus on the events and how they happened, what I was feeling during that time. So I didn't bother giving a present day update. But I will share that my health is at a good place. It's an ever-evolving journey, but I feel good. I feel energized, and I'm not in any pain or discomfort of any kind. I'm definitely forever stepping it up a notch when it comes to my diet. Right now, I'm on a grain-free diet, and my dinners largely consist of leafy greens. And then I'll have chicken, shrimp, or fish, or chickpeas for my protein. And then sweet potatoes or lentil pasta to go with it. That along with supplements to help. Although it was difficult at first, I will say that I like how my body feels with this change and it continues to heal. If you have an autoimmune condition or have been faced with another health challenge, you don't have to follow the exact same protocol as myself or other people that you know. But I do suggest that you do your own research, discuss your options with your doctor, And find the best plan of action for you. And at the end of the day, you know, you have to be your own biggest health advocate. And when it comes to the grief associated with having an autoimmune condition, I would say, I don't really have a good answer for that. I think I've always found it pretty difficult to accept. Well, not really accept, because, you know, I remember clear as day when I was diagnosed. And how my life has just shifted as a result of it. But personally. I view multiple sclerosis and any other autoimmune condition for that matter as something that I was diagnosed with, something that happened to me, but it's not who I am. It's not, you know, I was diagnosed with this thing and then full stop, you know, like, well, this is my life now. And then that's it. Like, yes, it has been incredibly impactful and You know, I'm sure some women listening right now may be like, well, Lex, that may be easy for you to say, but 
you know, you don't know what I've gone through. And you're right. I don't know what you've gone through. But what I'm saying is I view this as part of my overall wellness journey. I've learned so much about myself and I've gotten so much stronger mentally and emotionally because of it. If there is anything that I can personally do to help the way that I feel, then I will do that. So I definitely don't still grieve the diagnosis, but I think that has everything to do with how I feel overall, which is good. And it's a lot better than how I was when I was first diagnosed. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't be grieving still because you have a bad day or are constantly having bad days. For me, it's just the difference now compared to how I was when I was first diagnosed is that I now know that if I was to have a bad day physically, I have the tools in my toolbox that I can use to make me feel okay about it. So I say to myself, okay, Lex, like you don't feel great right now. Why don't you write that down? Why don't you record how you're feeling? Log your symptoms and write down the date. Log what you ate today and yesterday. I'd ask myself, you know, have you been going through anything stressful? Have you been remembering to take your supplements? And then I'd also pray over it. I can't control everything. I can treat my body as best as I can and try and feed it the right fuel for optimum health. But I can't do it all. So I give it to God. And that's what I do. And that works for me. Along with a good meditation practice when I can. And, you know, I just visualize myself at my healthiest. And what that would look like and feel like. It's a beautiful thing. And trust me. When you're feeling like complete crap. And you're exhausted. And you feel like you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Those two things. Prayer. Meditation. Those two things are absolute bliss. When it comes to how I feel about grief and where I am now with dealing with my mom's passing, I would also say I'm pretty good. That sounds a little weird to say because I would never say great. That would be a lie because I could never say that I don't miss her or that I never get emotional when I'm going through something important without her. But when I say I'm pretty good, I'm just referring to acceptance and my ability to continue on with my life. And it's such a peaceful place to be in. And it is a journey. So my encouragement to anyone who is currently grieving, just take things moment by moment and give yourself the space to do that. This has not been the easiest journey for me, so I won't front like it has been. I remember my freshman year in university when I would literally be in the bathroom floor just crying and crying. You know, I would think, okay, I'm at college now. I'm almost an adult pretty much. Like, I dreamt about getting to that stage in my life. But my mom just died. Like, I didn't care about making friends. I didn't care about parties. My mom was dead. And she's not coming back. You know, I could cry right now just thinking about that statement. It's completely heartbreaking. So I get it. Anyone who is currently listening and going through that or who has gone through that, I get it. Trust me, I do. But what I'm saying is that through all of those moments of crying, missing my mom, talking to her, talking to God, you know, really questioning the state of my life and just being open to prayer, open to counseling, 
those things made the world of a difference. Because it's easy to pray when things are going great in life. It's easy to thank God for your blessings. We may not always remember to do it, but it's not tough. The same when talking to friends or even a counselor about your life. It's just sharing an update, pretty much. It can even be considered fun. But bearing your soul about everything that's wrong with your life? As you're brokenhearted? Praying as if your life depends on it? Because you literally cannot imagine life being good again. Or retelling the details of a tragedy that you've gone through to your therapist or grief group or friend. Those things are not easy. I remember feeling desperate doing all of those things. I mean, I was praying from the get-go. I was raised in the church and had a relationship with Christ. Well, kind of. I went to church and I knew how to pray. But after my mom died, oh, God would hear from me every single day because I was pissed. I was heartbroken. My heart was desperate. And the same goes for counseling. I was desperate. I was kind of going through the motions of school, hanging out with new friends, running track. But I didn't have any real joy in my life. I was like a zombie. So starting that relationship with a counselor just helped tremendously. The journey is not easy. The journey is not linear. You may be great and positive today, and then next week be feeling awful. And that's okay. Again, I will say, take it moment by moment. I was 18 years old, in freshman year, crying out to God. Crying out to God because my mom died and I was so defeated. Bad things will happen in life. I've had other important people in my life die after my mom did. I went through a serious health challenge after that. But it gets better, you guys. The journey gets better, I promise. Bad stuff happens, but so do good things. Because now look, I'm 29 now. I have my college degree. I've been successful in my corporate career. I have three beautiful nephews. I created a platform called Big Girl Panties that was inspired by my grief. And now I'm sharing a podcast episode about it. So yeah, it gets better. And I'm doing pretty good. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Do you have a story about your life that you'd like to share with BGP? Or a topic that you think that we should discuss on the show? If you do, please send me an email at info at bgplife.com and we can set up an interview. I'd love to hear from you. It's such an empowering way to continue to build our community. Thank you for listening. I hope that we can continue to inspire each other with our stories. Again, you can DM me on social media or send me an email at info at bgplife.com with your suggestions. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So what exactly is grief? It's a buzzword for me with big girl panties, but what exactly does it mean? And who does it affect? There are many variations of the definition, some more specific than others, but here are the ones that I think correctly reflect BGP and the topics that I discuss with the brand. Dictionary.com defines it as keen mental suffering or distress over affliction or loss, sharp sorrow, painful regret. The Grief Recovery Handbook by John W. James and Russell Friedman says that grief is the conflicting feelings 
caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. So essentially, it's what happens after we experience and are affected by a loss of any kind. This is not just felt by those that experience a loss by way of death of a loved one. As I've discussed, you can also experience grieving after being diagnosed with a health condition. Maybe after you've lost a job or simply left one. I remember grieving after I graduated from university and was no longer running track competitively. I didn't know who I would be. Because for so long, I was Alexis, you know, that girl that runs. More recently, I know people have felt grief after the losses and changes brought on by COVID-19. Whether you've lost a loved one from the virus, had to battle the illness and survived, or lost your job or had to take a pay cut, no one imagined that this would happen in our lifetime. Or at least I didn't. People have struggled with their mental health because things are different. We've had to distance ourselves from our loved ones. And then, just even thinking about the unknown and how long everything will last, it's daunting. It can for sure spark feelings of grief. And then the recent events of police brutality highlighted in the United States. That's another example of grief. People are tired. Black people are tired. And that's a conversation for a different day. But grief felt associated with race is another example of grief. Whether we have felt grief as a result of a loved one's passing, or by moving to a new city, the ending of a friendship or romantic relationship, or grief on a more national or global scale, we felt it. We have all experienced grief. We all get to be in this club. And Big Girl Panties is a platform where we can feel safe to talk about it. Together. So what can we do about our grief? How can we feel better? Unfortunately, there is no one-size-fits-all answer. There is no universal response that can clean up or save the day. And that's because all of these losses are different. And everyone's grief will be different. So the first thing I would say to do is do not compare your loss to another person's loss. That will not help you. Feel it out. Acknowledge how you're feeling. And allow yourself to feel that way. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to yell, yell. Just give yourself the space to just feel and be okay. Where it gets tricky is making sure that we don't harm others by way of our words or actions as a result of us, you know, feeling it out. I would never promote anything like that. And also, I'm no therapist. So please take everything that I'm saying as friendly advice, like you're talking to a friend. But yeah, just give yourself the space to feel. Another suggestion would be to do what we're doing right now. Talk about it. It's a freeing experience, feeling like you can speak openly and safely in a space and not feel judged. It's validating. You may not have everyone agree with everything that you're saying. I know that not everyone agrees with what I believe or the things that I say. But there's power in feeling safe enough to share your perspective. Whether that's between friends with your counselor, a church group, if you're on a sports team with your teammates, or whatever. It's helpful to feel like you're being heard and you're being related to. I've had two online meetups in the Big Girl Panties chat room, and they've been so much fun. It's a casual setting, and not everyone knows everyone. But all the ladies have felt comfortable adding to the conversation with our topic of choice. 
and it's empowering. And if nothing else, they may get some good tips on what shows they want to start watching next. Any ladies who would like to join in, you can subscribe to the BGP mailing list and you can get the FYI first about the next one happening. I'll also post it on social media in advance, but you'll have to RSVP or I'll share the event details with my BGP sisters on the mailing list. You can subscribe by going to www.bgplife.com. And lastly, create your plan of action and execute it. That's such broad advice to close with, I'm sorry. Because that can mean everything and nothing at all at the same time. But that's because it's specific to your loss and specific to your grief. Unfortunately, we cannot control everything that happens in our lives. But whether it's a loss of a loved one, and you make a plan to start going to a grief group or seeing a therapist, or start going to church more to grow your prayer life, or if you have a health condition and you start changing your diet, exercise routine, or something else, and you decide to undergo medical treatment or surgery for something more complex, or if your grief is a result of a change within your community and you make plans to go speak with government officials in your area, or if you have a friend that moved away, so you decide to make a plan to video chat with them and catch up regularly. It's all so complex, but it can all be so simple at the same time. I know that I can't move mountains or change what's already happened. But personally, I know for me that as long as I'm doing something positive, something that I can do to help me in the long run, then I take that as a win. It won't erase my grief, but it's a start and it helps. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Big Girl Panties Podcast. I know that we can't really cover this topic in one 20-minute episode, but I do think it's a start. I hope that it helps by hearing a bit about how I've coped through some of the toughest experiences that I've gone through. We're definitely going to continue to dive deeper into the subject of grief as the podcast goes along, so I hope that you stay with us. So what did you think of this episode? I hope that you enjoyed listening and that you received something of value from what I shared. If you did... I'd love it if you would give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a positive review on what you think of the show. This will help the show get more traction and be noticed by more listeners. Or if you think that I should have covered something else in this episode, please let me know that as well. If you want to talk with me directly, you can DM me on social media or send me an email at info at bgplife.com. To keep up with all things Big Girl Panties between episodes, you can do so by following at BGP Life on Instagram, at PGP Life Blog on Facebook, and checking out our website at www.bgplife.com. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Music.